Okay, so oh, looking at the competition. Already? <laughs> the hair was the crunchiest. The costume to me was not that solid. So good thing you didn't like it? I just wanted excellence, and I did not see it. Paga, I mean, you expect what you expect. You know what I loved? I loved that she showcased her black bra and her white dress. Baby. <laughs> Things like that. <laughs> Now, I don't know if that was the point. She looked like somebody's auntie going to a wedding. Ooh, ah, ooh, it's so shady right now. Did you notice a change whenever the Americans came onto the stage, like, in the atmosphere? Felt really intense. It's because when they play the game, they play for... Yeah, yeah, and I noticed that because they were standing over there reading every single one of us. Like, while we were unpacking, we were all just having a nice time unpacking. Oh, and the game nice. started, the game was on. Exactly. It probably means a lot to them, though. They've been here more times than us. In the words of Mariah Carey, why are you so obsessed with me? Because I'm a bit confused why we're all coming for each other straight off the bat. So let's just let the talent show do the talking. So these are the international dynamics that I am hoping continue through this season. I... I just love that this happened because I was feeling it and then they called it out that it's like, yeah, things changed when the U.S. girls walked in and like mm. nobody has said it better than Shaz Hall when it was like, well, yeah, it's because they play for money, uh, <laughs> money, honey. I was just like, oh, my God. I love that they couldn't even say it. Like, I know it was like Jay Jolie <laughs> not saying drag race on Dragula, you know, <laughs> it's like uh, it's like that. What is that? That phrase that people say, the dirtiest thing you could put in your mouth is money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, that's such a mm, oh, that has a double meaning. Layered. Yeah. Layered. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's as layered as Janie Jacquet. <laughs> Those are some layers. Um, oh, Mary, uh, quadruple layer. Yeah, you know, uh, all the visual that we saw in this little clip, I think it was like before, um, and I think it's a meme kind of going around right now, but Jujubee's notebook? Oh, I just saw in, in all caps, resentments. Resentments. Oh, uh, Jujubee's notebook. Yeah, Jujubee's Put it notebook. in the time capsule. <laughs> Jujubee's notebook. Apparently, she has one for every season she's been on. Uh, oh, I, love I just that. love that she like she sits down and she starts taking notes. Lemon spent a lot of money on their drag. Right, like, right. Oh, <laughs> she is prepping for the reading challenge now. Yeah. You know, shout out to Sister Mary Tim, who was just DMing with me and brought up a really interesting point about Monique. Because Monique, I don't know, even the preview for next episode, we see Monique like saying some really shady shit and uh, Jujubee's reaction is hilarious. Um, but Monique is not mincing any words. She's being honest. And when she said, expect what you expect, I was like, damn, damn girl, people are going to see this. Um, but Tim brought up a point that like, you know, Monique reading the other Queens in the corner. Meanwhile, like on her first season, she was broke as dust making her own costumes the day before a challenge. I mean, and it's it's like you come a long way, right? And you kind of forget. Uh, I don't know. It is also TV, so right. I'm not like blaming Monique, but it is just interesting to see that uh, contrast. Well, you know, it it really is. Uh, I and, and even if this is a little bit of editing, I really love this contrast of like the way the U.S. queens approach this of like looking for the flaw, you know, and like mm. not having that. Like I just think that 
the U- the UK queens are so just there for summer camp, and like the US queens are there for like it's summer camp, but it's like cheerleading camp, and at the end, only so many girls, you know, go on to the competition, you know. Oh right, yes, yes, yes. Well, it's like Top Model. Yeah, and they have the the first episode of the series is or the cycle is always like. 54 girls and then they right. cut them down to 13. You know? Right, right. Um, the, the other nuance here, though, that I think is interesting is that both Jujube and Monique have done this at least three times, right? Mm-hmm. In Jujube's case, four. You could even count five with Queens of the Universe, but Queens of the Universe didn't happen yet um, when this was filmed. But still, you know, that's a, a lot. So they really want to win. And I think that they are just like, yeah, let's get out the competition. Let's let's play this game. Yeah, and and I mean, even if this was prompted a little of like, hey, like be an American about it, like I think that's part of the conceit of this season is part of like what I'm hoping to see is that they're you know, they they start to address it in the workroom this episode of like how do you see UK drag? What do you think mm. of of, you know, drag in, in Holland? And it's like, yeah, I hope that I hope these differences not like I hope they they add more nuance to the season. Like I hope this becomes a conflict of like the U.S. girls being too cutthroat. And to your point, with next week, at least the preview, we're seeing Monique really like not hold back. And mm. I just need to know what Michelle is getting so Jersey mom about next week. What does she say? She, Remind me. Oh, so at the very end that we see in the trailer, there she's at the obviously the judges panel, and she says. I don't know what's going on, but you need to stop now. <laughs> like the shiver that went up my spine. Ugh. Oh, Mary, imagine if she's yelling at Monique because like she's too shady. That's what or... I'm wondering. Yeah. Yeah. That's... It sounds like it's somebody's in their head, to be honest. I bet somebody's in their head. Totally. And she's like, I don't know what's going on, but like you need to calm down. It's a lot more compassionate uh, than what we're hoping it's going to be. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. I, you know, the dynamic is interesting. I don't. I don't know if it's going to be it's going to play out totally, but I have to say the theme of this episode, I mean, it was a shocking elimination. The thing with having such beloved queens and there's only nine of them on one season, first international franchise, every single elimination is going to feel like a, a stab wound to the heart. Right. Yeah. So it, it, it there's something about the stakes being very, very high that is not lost on me. And there it, you know, and granted, it is just a television show. Uh, and I just feel like every single elimination is going to be wild. Well, I think, you know, the, it goes back to the casting like this is I think I, I think there's a lot of ways they could have gone with this casting. And I think, you know, just the mere fact that there are at least for for us so many favorites in the room queens that we have queened out about uh exuberantly in the past jimbo jujube monique uh you know i mean cheryl hole like i think there's also that of like oh there's so many of my favorites at this buffet you know and so there's also Mm. that of like i in any other season would be gutted to see any of these queens go home now i will say of the nine in the room I can't say I feel that way 100% about all of them. There's some that I could have said, eh, you could have gone home early and it wouldn't have broken my heart. Um, so yep. there's also that. <laughs> there's, I mean, was I ready to see Lemon go this week? I mean, I like Lemon, you know? I, I kind of think either of them could have gone home, and, and I don't know if I would have felt 
as I think I'm okay with how things netted out this week. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Sure. And it is, you are of the 1% because most people are threatening to jump from there. You know what I mean? Like they are up in arms about this elimination. And I don't know if it's necessarily the elimination, but more so like why was lemon in the bottom, which we will get to, uh, because I kind of see that. And and by kind of, I mean, I very much see that. I was just like, really, you put her in the bottom. I, I don't know. There's there's a lot to be said about why and what they're doing and what it means and why it doesn't mean anything at all. Uh, I but I am enjoying just just as you put it, this buffet of fabulous queens from across the franchise. You know, a follow up um, from our last kind of nuance episode when we talked about the cast. Uh, shout out to Sister Mary Dragzilla. I found out that oh, the reason why like. Spain isn't on here or sir obviously it's the time of filming um and even season uh two UK queens right like it wasn't they it, they didn't even have that ready yet this was filmed a kind of a long while ago um so they they weren't able to to do that I see. so and it's a smaller cast and it's only a limited amount of episodes because as as it goes with a lot of pilots they're just kind of testing the waters to see if this is something that's great. Here's my thing, Mary. I love this so much more than Drag Race All-Stars. I would much rather this just replace All-Stars. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I mean, and really all it is is just adding in international queens to the All-Stars format. And I think it, it in, the, in a good way, it dilutes All-Stars because I think yes. we're getting – we got to All-Stars 6 and then it was like, well, geez, it's it's kind of just second chances now. Like there really is mm-hmm. no rhyme or reason. I mean, India Farah. Um, so, I mean, really, you know what I mean? Versus like, oh, Jimbo. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, right. Yeah, Lemon. We, I mean, Lemon killed it. It's it's such a shame that we didn't get to see her do Snatch Game yeah. for this season. Yeah. I was just like, oh, what a loss. What a waste. What a waste. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, I, I agree. And I mean, like, we haven't even said the name Pangina. And I, no, and I, I know Mary? that. Because if I start now, Mary, if I start now. Where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I go? I'm just Jimbo in that first episode of Canada's Drag Race screaming on top of the mountain. <laughs> but we'll get, I just, you know, like, I just want to make sure that, like, people know that, like, Oh, I mean, as as uh, Sister Mary Leanne put it, Pangina versus oh. the world. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Oh, I just love that. Don't I was like, exactly. This is uh, uh, uh. that's exactly <laughs> what this is. I mean, I think another Mary just to put some previews on some thoughts. I think another Mary wrote in the sort of like head counselor who's back to teach pottery kind of energy of like, <laughs> you don't fuck with Pangina. And I was like, yeah. And, like, by the way, the fact that Marys are coming to us with camp analogies and teacher analogies uh-huh. overwhelms mm. me in a way. I think I have the croup. I'm so overwhelmed. It's just – I love it. So, anyway. Uh, you, uh, you know, similar, just one more little shout-out to Sister Mary Jordan uh, wrote, The weird pride I feel about Pangina is, like, all my school friends are finding out I have a friend from summer camp they've never met. I've always talked about how cool she is, but they didn't totally believe me. Now they're meeting her at a, my birthday party, and they found out she's amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. She is that cool camp friend. Like, yes. the, the idea that, like, 
people are going to go, oh, Drag Race Thailand. Wow. Like, I just. Oh, the clips that they're showing. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. I'm just yes. sitting in a folding chair outside the gates of Drag Race Thailand crying, going, come in. Just come in. I know. Um, <laughs> I mean, not that I'm a gatekeeper of Drag Race Thailand, but, like. No, we, no we've been that. just yeah. it has been kind of the you know, Tony Collette should have won an Oscar for Hereditary and everyone needs to watch Drag Race Thailand. These are the yeah. these are the things on our gravestones, you know, exactly. For years, like you you go to those little listicles or those little iconography things that people create on Instagram and it's consistently leaving off Drag Race Thailand off their little lists. It's consistently like not mentioning anime Wong. You know, it's it's not mentioning the snatch game characters that that were on that show. You know what I mean? Like they they don't it, it not enough people watch that series. Yeah, and and then to show a little clip of Candy Zionite setting herself on fire, I was like, "Oh, this is just so good." To say nothing of the fact that Pangina like decimated this episode but we'll get into that as well. i mean didn't just win just crushed it just mm. oh my god it's just disgusting what she did this episode so uh. oh, lot to say <laughs> well mary let's let's jump in i i gotta say just as a whole before as a cheryl whole as as a whole the episode was good i enjoyed the queens more than the challenge. I have probably some pretty unpopular scathing opinions about this challenge. Yeah, I mean, I this was a it, it's the fact that it opens on stage. Oh, and there is that of like, oh, what what is this like? What is this Brechtian opening? You know what I mean? Like, where is the set? You know, um, are we gonna just gonna call this like? Is there like a little sign on the floor that says workroom? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. RuPaul is on that uh, that lift, that electric lift, and it's like that's supposed to be a balcony. It's like quotes balcony. Balcony. Yeah. <laughs> Scratched into the side of the lift. Yeah. Balcony. Pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like, wait, why are we doing this? And then they eventually go into the workroom. It was like, well, why didn't we just do that? But so I didn't understand you know what? that. It's a grand, it's a grand entrance for grand queens. I don't know. It was they were changing it up. I kind of appreciated. Uh, I, there's probably a real reason why. Yeah. Um, but I kind of love that it's not them just walking in. It's like there's a a lip sync assassin reveal. I think that that was really effective, but then once they got to the end of the stage, it was like, okay, what do I do? Where do I, so where do I go? And then like, here, let me get you a black stool to sit on, you know? Yeah, it was weird because the queen then faces a crowd of queens mm -hmm. and it, there was this kind of like playground banter that happened that sometimes didn't always work yeah yeah there was a bit of like uh you know eventually as more queens came in it was like red rover red rover we want juju be over you know <laughs> <laughs> right, right 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 and naomi banks is a fucking whore um exactly <laughs> sorry we need that we, on our, i was our, our little soundboard. i literally just looked at the soundboard and said oh no we don't have that that would have been great <laughs> Uh, it's chocolate. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so we get all these queens. I have to say, um, it, it was all great. You know, the UK queens came out. They were all like, "Oh, you're here too," kind of thing. Um. And then Janie, and then Jimbo, and then Lemon. 
And then it was Pangina. And Mary, like, I love Janie, I love Jimbo, and I love Lemon, but, like, the way that... The way that Pangina was revealed to them and even their reaction was, it was just so joyful. It was as if Pangina should have come in last, honestly, which yes. I I kind yes. of wanted because I feel like that was the biggest wow. Like the biggest, the last queen to come in is Jujubee and it was like, oh, like it reminds me of, I mean, I love, we, I love Jujube, but it reminds me of in season seven when all the queens come back for the, for the makeover challenge and Tempest walks in and then it cuts to the talking head of Katya going, Tempest? And there was that kind of feeling with the last queen is, oh, Jujube? Like, you're on everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think yeah. the gag would have been to end on Pangina, but maybe I'm subjective. I think so too. It, it's a gag to have a, a host. Yeah, absolutely. on the show. Um, um, jury is still out, by the way. Marys, if anybody has any tea, any kind of close connections with queens, that you know, why? Uh, not why was Pangina on? I understand why Pangina is on. That's not my issue. But uh, and I, not that I even have an issue. But like, why wasn't a contestant from Thailand on this? Yeah, I'd love to know. It 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 does feel it's kind of like, you know, Maddie on season 14. Like it it does feel different. It does it is a different energy. And uh mm. but I don't hate it because it it's kind of to her advantage. Um I do want to mention one of our Marys wrote in that Pangina's entrance was uh resembling like the last Miss Universe from Thailand from like 1988 mm-hmm. and this was like the, a f- the runner up, right? The run- yeah. Or- uh, second and last winner. No, second and last winner. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. it was like a, to- tip. a total recreation of her. And I just, I love that. I was like, because it, she did come out looking like she was being somebody. And I was mm. like, Lily Tomlin? But no, it was, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a little bit, right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention just um, in terms of the other, I know that they are, in the shadow of Pangina, but uh, Janie, I just want to mention, I don't know why, I don't know if this ever came up when we did Drag Race Holland, but like the Wow energy of Janie, are you getting that in the face? Yeah, I am getting that. I I definitely see that. There's just a different energy though to Janie. It's not, hi honey, it's not that, but there's certain facial expressions where I'm like, wow, you could... (laughs) You could be Jay Wow. You could be Wow. Jay Wow. Yeah, Janie Wow. <laughs> Who produces this show? Wow. Wow. <laughs> hi, honey. Mary, I, uh, hi, honey. I like these reveals. Um, I have to say, as much as I like, Pangina was everything for me. Like it was everything. Um, showing the burning runway, like all of that. When Monique came out, there was a winner's edit. Monique. Monique, you know, I mean, there is, and they they mention it. There is an energy shift when Monique comes out. There is kind of, I mean, like mm. uh, in the Talking Heads, she's got that like RuPaul wears those hats. It's that old gay man hat. You know, I will never <sighs> wear that hat. Um, you know, just, does anyone still wear that hat? That hat, apparently they do. Um, yeah, she comes in. Uh, she comes in hot, and as Janie says, we were all really nice, and then the U.S. walked in. And mm. I, I mean, I feel like Monique walked in with a winner's mindset, but I, there's just this way that we're seeing it that is reading as like 
a little like I don't feel like the editing is corroborating that. Oh, okay. That's an interesting uh, take. Yeah, maybe I'm just feeling that. I also read an interview, uh, or read an interview. I read a, an article that uh, Monique was interviewed, and one of the things she said, she was like, like my energy was all off because we were quarantined and it was uncomfortable, and I was kind of like in this pandemic mindset. Um, so there oh. is that kind of backdrop still there. Yeah. And she is... You know, and I think she really, really wants to win. That's interesting. That's that's a good frame of like, there's that tension because there is. There's kind of an immediate tension when she walks in, but I could see that being like, oh god, I can finally talk to other people, and but they're the people I'm in competition with, and I'm in, in probably not terribly comfortable drag. Yeah. And somebody says there was something really shady to her. Like, right, exactly. Thing. So, like, I also would probably, like, default to reading Cheryl Hole's bodysuit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, this bullshit again? Don't come for me. Right. Don't come for Don't me. Don't come for me. I'm wearing an old gay man hat. Do not come They're for me. They're testing me. They're testing me. Uh, I, 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 I have to say, RuPaul coming down from that lift... Budget problems. I mean, I, I'm waiting for some sort of meme. It didn't in Tu Wong Food. Didn't she come down from a swing? Yes. Mine have the times have changed. My have, yeah. Now I mean, the look of terror on RuPaul's face as the lift is like settling and landing. That's something that we got to put on Instagram. There is just this <laughs> wide-eyed like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird entrance. I do want to say that something I've noticed throughout the episode, but I definitely notice in this section. Janie does this like soft snapping thing when she likes something and it's and with the big nails it's kind of charming I like that she kind of just rubs her does a little like soft snap when she likes something as opposed to my like aggressively loud snapping I'm not saying one's better than the other I'm just saying oh no I oh yeah I was not feeling a judgment I was just saying like uh, as somebody who aggressively snaps I appreciate a soft snap. Yeah, yeah. She gives you a Dutch snap, you know? Mmm, a Dutch snap. That sounds like a really nice cookie. It does sound like a nice cookie. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the workroom, we kind of already talked about this clip of the week when Monique and Jujubee are just scoping them all out. We also get tea time with Baga. Um, this was an interesting little moment. I don't know. Uh, were they... Did they run out of things to do? I don't know. It was cute. Pangina's cup was empty. I love that. <laughs> uh, I do want to also note that Jimbo and Baga are being outdoor kids, like rolling Baga on that oh. on that case. I was like, these these kids need to get outside and run this off. Right, 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 right. right. I would have been, you know, one of the indoor kids being like, somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get hurt. Cheryl Hall. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh, sure. I just need to name <laughs> this up front. Cheryl, I, I, when we when we kind of did the Meet the Queens on Nuance, I was like, oh, I could see Cheryl maybe being like a, you know, a one episode kind of addition. Cheryl Hole is a, a pleasure and a delight and a talent this episode. I loved her. And, oh, the 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 good feelings that Cheryl Hole ge- gives me, they just came back in droves. And I just need to say that now because I, as much as I'm loving on Pangina, I just need to also say best supporting Shaz. Hey, Mary, you can watch whatever show you want to watch. <gasps> you are not appreciating Cheryl? I am appreciating Cheryl, and she should have been in the bottom this episode. Get out of my house. Get out of my station. Get out. Of, <laughs> get, out get out. Get out. 
damned spot. Believe me, I again, it's it's the curse of having a nine person cast with all of our faves, Mary. And you have to go on what what was presented and what the edit showed us. And I'm sorry, like the the read that Lemon got, I was like, Cheryl deserved this read. I so I found uh, we'll get there. I don't want to jump the gun, but I found an interesting kind of description because, well, you know what? Let's just get to it because I'm champing at the bit, and I think it's a, it's an interesting point. Um, this is from Reddit, so you know, do not write me letters, and also do not oh, credit no. this to me. I did not write this. So someone says we've seen Rue judge four talent shows this year, and each time a lip sync to an original song won. I'm also bored, but I can't blame the queens for picking it. All-Star 6 was Yara. Season 14, episode 1 was Cornbread. Episode 2 was Angeria. And Pangina won UK versus the world. I thought, okay, fair point. Then somebody else writes, the unifying thread. Oh, my God. These people on Reddit. God bless them. The unifying thread is that all four of them really put themselves at the center of it. Rue keeps saying that this is the key to your, the talent show, and it's an introduction to you. Now, here's where I think a point is made. If your introduction to yourself is a bitch track combined with B-plus dance routine, you're going to look like everybody else who packed a bitch track with a B-plus dance routine. And if it's only Mm. a C-plus dance routine, God help you. And I Mm. think, like, I'm proud to be in the 1%, I suppose, that I think watching this a second time, I was like, yeah, Lemons was kind of flat. The song was good, but the performance was kind of flat. Whereas Cheryl... I was like, she, I was engaged the whole time. Was the song, am I going to remember that song? No. But she basically did a, like, a version of what Pangina did. It was like, let me introduce you to my sense of humor. Let me introduce you to what I do. Let me show you, you know, some dance moves. Let me entertain you. Keep your attention the whole time. Whereas Lemon, as Mel C said, like, you look kind of blasé in the face. And it's true. We had kind of seen all that before. I don't know. I I understood. The thing is, Lemon's song was great, and I think that was what was hard. Was like the song is great, but I don't know. That's my take on Lemon. So, I mean, are we? Do you want to just skip all of the 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 stuff before the competition oh, and talk gosh. about the competition? Because I have I have I have so much to say. I know. Um, I do too. And I feel weird kind of going into it now. So I will totally. I'll just let's. Let's jump around. We'll jump around. Oh, you hate that song, don't you? Oh, I, it's okay. It's okay. So I know I I am jumping around, but I guess maybe that's just a deep tease for when we get to that part. We can go back to like the workrooms. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like I don't know. There's things that I want to respond to. Um, because it's not that I don't think Lebanon should have been kind of closer to the bottom, but I don't know. I I guess we'll get there. Um. <clears throat> so where do where do you want to go back to let's, Mary? Uh, let you want to go back to Blue and Monique. Sure, we all have our Alyssa Edwards moments. Okay, I mean that is that's a clip of the week. Yeah, I mean it's I love I love the fact that Blue is like you know what I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna tell her like you know I hated you when I first met you and you were rude to me and it's it's a bit of an ambush for Monique and I feel like. Yeah, we all have diva moments. And she was like, well, you know, I just didn't want the garments to be touching the floor and blah, blah, blah. But I I feel like we were being shown this and then we're being shown that preview for next week. I feel like, to quote Miss Hart, we're being shown some chicken nuggets, you know? <laughs> 
and I'm afraid of the dipping sauces, you know? I, I appreciated how Monique apologized and then made a little joke. Uh, you know, I, th- I think that was fine. Um, it was also on TV. So it, it almost seemed a little staged. Um, I mean, so there yeah. was that kind of in my mind. I, and I loved just that flippant shade to Alyssa Edwards. Like it was, there was people that know, know. You know, it's like if you know, you know what that comment meant. And I like that the the way the conversation played out, there was very much, again, that, like, U.S. shade versus U.K. shade because, you know, Monique ends it with, like, and I'll call you if I need a zip. And mm. Blue's response is, oh, that's Cheryl's over there. Like, <laughs> that is, like, I love, instead of snapping back with something, it's kind of like that, like, oh, no, let's let, let's find the third hat, you know? And mm. I, uh, yeah, I loved it. Um, you know, speaking of kind of international uh, alliances, I guess we can say, it's interesting that Pangina didn't send Janie home because we do kind of get this little in the mirror moment with Janie and Pangina talking about how much pressure it is to be the only person from your season on this season and how there's more pressure. Uh, obviously, Pangina has like a specific different type of pressure because she was a, a co-host. But I think it's an interesting alliance here that Holland and Thailand would kind of align together if they can because they're the only ones from their seasons. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's an interesting choice because I guess then the idea is like, will the U.S. queens stick together? Will the Canadian queens stick together? Will the U.K. queens watch out for each other? I mean, like... Yeah, are they, as Pangina is hoping, are they going to judge fairly? Which I think, you know, she does, maybe. I don't know. We'll talk about that. Um, yeah, I think she she judged fairly. And if you were a Lemon fan, you hate Pangina. You know, it's like, it, that. that's all that was. Yeah, right. And it's just like, I mean, did I think that Janie's was much better? No, no but that also might hit to who else I think should have been at the bottom. <laughs> Yes. No. Oh, oh, Mary. Much worse. Much worse. Much worse. Yeah. Yes. So like there's yes. also that of like all that being said about Lemon, I probably wouldn't have put her in the bottom. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, and that's where I am. Uh, and we'll, we will get there. Um, there is a wonderful kind of quote. Put it on a tote bag. I'm really good at taking criticisms and penises. Uh, thank you, Pangina. Don't be pretty. Don't be pretty. Don't be pretty. Thank fucking you. It's just a, a row of quotes on a tote bag. Is that what that is? It's just like one. After, it's just a shelf of quotes. Um, Maybe it's it's a line of tote bags that we sell, you know, and then all of the proceeds go to, you know, Pangina's club. Yeah. Pangina totes. Yeah. <laughs> Pangina totes. Pangina totes. Oh, I just love it. I love it. You know, uh, uh, another moment I know that, you know, uh, we've, you know, differing loves for, for Shazzy, but I appreciated kind of in the Lemon and Jimbo aren't close sisters narrative. I, I feel like Cheryl was saying something new and like, you know, you're forced into this environment and not everyone's going to gel. And I love how that conflicts with the we're sisters and, and we're mm-hmm. always going to be together no matter what conflicts we've all been through this together. Like I, I was surprised to see someone like Cheryl Hole being like, well, no, I don't think you. I don't think we're all gonna be, you know, sisters forever after this. Uh, and of course, it makes me now think about like, okay, so who are like you and Vinegar on the outs? Like, who's who's not your sister from your season? You know, it made me kind of think 
why the trend now is oh we're all sisters from our season i feel like that used to happen organically like we all went to summer camp and now we're all good friends now it's almost like obligatory they have to publicly face that they love each other because the fandom is so toxic and hateful they have to demonstrate it on twitter when someone goes home there's yeah there's a whole performance of sisterhood to kind of model behavior but like yes yeah it's it's not real and if you don't get along with someone you're not really allowed to be honest about that so yeah and don't get on with someone or like in lemon and jimbo's case it's like we don't have anything against each other. We just never click. Right. Right. What are we going to talk With, about? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And doesn't lemon lemon live in NYC anyway? Like, yeah. Why would that happen? Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, one of the quotes that stuck out to me and I don't know, something for the fans to hear. It's a competition and anything can happen. It's bigger than you. Anything can happen, including <laughs> highly produced subjective judging. <laughs> I do think that, yeah, this season does uh, – there's just a sense of, like, I think I think the judging is going to be – it feels like it is going to be a bit produced. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I credit to Jujube when she says it has been the UK versus the world for centuries, darling. Mm. All that being said, it's still a great cast. I think – and I disagreed with Cheryl. I think there definitely will be a leg up for the UK Queens, Mary. This is a UK show. I don't yeah I mean I hadn't really considered it because I guess I feel like I mean I guess we saw it this week with Baga but um yeah I mean I'm I guess I'm putting a pin in that because I I, I could also see there being a leg up for the US Queens okay yeah because of the fans yeah and like I don't know there's just I I could, and this is like totally reading into it, but there's like, well, those are the girls that RuPaul knows. Cause like RuPaul doesn't remember anybody, you know? <laughs> she doesn't know Janie JK from Jinx Monsoon. She remembers Juju B. She knows Juju B. Sure. No question. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I don't know. That's, I guess these are all just kind of hypotheses at this point. Like, will there be international alliances? Will there be any sort of favoritism? Is Pangina mm. just going to win everything every week? I don't know. Ugh. Will there be a twist that brings Lemon back, you know? Oh, a, like a lemon twist? Mary? A lemon twist, you know? <laughs> a lemon drop like this episode? Perhaps there might be. Is she going to drop from there? Can I get a lemon drop from there? Yeah. Uh, you know, I I do also want to mention, you know, while there's conversation about, like, the, you know, different interpretations of drag in the workroom, uh, when the conversation goes to Pangina, I, I don't think I ever, I don't know if this ever came up during our Drag Race Thailand discussions, but she's like, yeah, there isn't really a word for drag. And I don't mm. know the context of that, but I was like, oh, I thought, y- I thought y'all would have had a word for that, but okay. Yeah, it's interesting. We talked about this on lots of different franchises, uh, UK and Spain, I think, in particular. But it's almost like an educational opportunity for people not living in that country to kind of learn about that culture and the gay people and the gay culture and the drag culture in that country. Similar, uh, Italia is the same way. And uh, I feel like with the international season, we have more opportunity there that that social justice corner can also be like a little bit even go even further into culture. Well, I mean, the mere fact that uh, and I hope she's talking about Dearest Stahl, that Pangina talks about her she friend, is. the shrimp yes. farmer. I was like, yes, I, yeah, I just I don't know. I uh, 
I, I guess anytime any mention of Drag Race Thailand or Thailand or any interest point in Thailand comes up, I'm just like, yes, it's happening. It's happening. Um, yeah, it's it's like whenever it similar to what Sister Jordan was saying, like it is like people finding out about your favorite summer camp friend. Like yeah. it's like oh, she's moving here. She's moving. She's moving. And she's going to she's, she's going to be my English class. Like, yeah. uh, she has a club in Bangkok. Yeah. She has her own club. <laughs> She started it, guys. Uh, but yeah, mentioning Dearest Doll, I, th- I would love it if Pangina was able to mention Angela. Uh, I would love it if RuPaul got Angela's name right. Oh, that um, would be that would be great. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there'll be a video message from Art Aria. You know? Uh, could you imagine? Oh, could I you would, imagine? I'd lose my fucking mind if it was Art Angela and Natalia, or Natalia. Oh excuse God. me. Natalia. Oh my God. I just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we get the, the runway comes. Um, I loved Melanie C this episode. Oh yeah. Um, she, really, she was fabulous. She really fabulous. came alive once they got to the critiques. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. you are, um, Rue looks like a cocktail waitress. Uh, <laughs> so there's that, you know, before we dive into this talent show, I think just as a header, Overall, all of the cuts to Jimbo during each of the other queens' performances oh, is the super knew. cut that needs to happen. Yeah, they knew. They knew. I, the meme, every one of them. I was just like, wow. Um, but anyway. The amount of like uh, avatar and profile pictures that Jimbo is right now is uh, unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think there are so many places you can go with that the the photoshopping that can commence i am i support it i don't support wordle updates on social media but i do support jimbo memes what are you so grumpy about mary it's just a game it's just a game you guys it's like no this is like i love wordle yeah but like those updates on like twitter i'm like this is like the most this is the dearth of social media updates i get it but mary here's the thing you and I, as somebody that plays Wordle, you only get to see the cool design if you share it. And that's the only reason we're sharing it is because we just want to see the cool design. Oh, isn't that interesting? I if lo- you took a screenshot of your of your board, if you take it, you actually see the words. So then it's a spoiler for people that haven't done the Wordle that day. So you don't want to spoil it for people. So instead, you just show the design without the letters. Man. Wordle. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not yucking anyone's yum. I, uh, I understand, but Wordle. Uh, Wordle. It's a thing. It's a 2022 thing. When I think of this year, it's... I'm going to think of the fucking Wordle craze. It sounds like a Pokemon. It does. It sounds like Squirtle. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about this talent show. I... There were so many Queen songs, so many original songs that now – it's interesting that you brought up that Reddit thread because I think that points were made there. Um, and certainly, like, having them – having the song kind of introduce who you are and say something interesting um, is part of it, how you perform it, what you do in the performance. But it, it, it's a talent show. So is your talent – Dancing, singing, producing a track or paying for somebody to produce a track like I, I obviously it's like recording the singing 
uh, for the ones that lip sync to themselves. You know, Cornbread is a great example of that. Uh, did was that wasn't live, and it was fabulous. Um, but she wrote those words, right? Um, I think it it has to show a talent, and I feel like some of them, like Monique, sung live. So it's like, I got to give it to her, right? And then Jujube sung live, had some problems with it. Still, it was a, a singing talent. I, I don't get it when it is, oh, but she was so charming during it. I don't know if that's a talent. Isn't charm like another trait? Well, so I think one is obviously this entire cast had to be singers because the prize is to record a duet with RuPaul. So like it's going to lean towards it being a room full of singers anyway. Um, I I feel like, I mean, Juju B. Well, okay. So to talk about, like, let's talk about like Juju B and Monique because it was kind of a similar, different, different style of songs, but like it was, you know, the same approach. I am surprised to hear this was live singing, especially Juju B, because that sounded. Was there at least? Did you think there's backing tracks on them though? Okay, so yes, and this is another thing that I had. It was a lot of people were like, huh. Monique and Jujubee were singing, and, and Baga, but I'll get to Baga. Baga was a little different. They were singing along with their track. Right, right. And, I mean, I think, like, I think with Monique, the challenge for, like, I think the mic was in the way, so I couldn't even see her mouth, and she wasn't mm. doing that much dancing, so I was, like, mostly listening to her song. You know, and okay. I felt like she was I think if she had just gotten that mic out of her face, I don't know that that seemed to be the challenge for me. And I think with Jujube, I mean, it's a great song, but I don't know. I I think it was so similar to her All Stars 5 talent show that I think there's a sense of like if this is your and I listen, ultimate pizza queen. But if this is your fourth time on the series, I guess you would expect there to be like. Juju B 4.0, you know, and I thought this was somewhere between two and 3.0 that we had already seen. She really wants to sing and, you know, she really likes writing songs and all of that. So, of course, that's going to kind of be what she puts forward, you know, to kind of go back to the, the backing track thing. Juju B, when she sung with her backing track, I don't know if it always helped her because you can hear when she wasn't really on pitch. Mm, and mm-hmm. and. and I, you know, she sounded good for the most part, but there were some parts where I was like, oh. And I loved, loved Jimbo's quote. I'd put my lighter in the air for that, and then I'd put it right under that dress. Oh, and just the way that he says it, like that. I put, I put my lighter up for that song, and then I'd put it right under that dress. Like, it's so <laughs> nasty, and it's so true. It's so correct. That, yeah, that dress, I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Jujube, you are you look adorable right now. Probably for not the reason you think, you know? Right, right. Like I just I love pizza, but this is like that sort of like Totino's, not you know, that like pizza, that one that comes in the red bag, that like party pizza. <laughs> this is party pizza. Oh, I don't even want that. Monique, when she sung along with her track, I was kind of reminded of why people sing along with their tracks at a concert. That happens all the time uh, because they can't always hit the high notes or maybe they're moving too quickly or the microphone goes away and they, you know, they want to keep the vocal going. So uh, oftentimes artists will sing along with a, with their 
themselves in, in a way. Um, the problem is, is that on TV, it's a little bit more obvious that they're doing it. So it was, Monique had this kind of like, you know, the double sound. You could hear the track and you could hear her. Whereas when it's in concert, there's so much ambiance that it, uh, of like the band and everything, it kind of, it hides the gag a little bit. And by band, I mean the, the track and, and everything that's going on. I gotta say, Monique is a great singer. Like she wailed. Um, and I've known she was a good singer since the first time she was on Drag Race. I thought Monique was great um, in her in her challenge. And Jujube was the one that I think kind of disappointed a little bit. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, uh, I I think they both. I was kind of. I went to the same place of like, yeah, I guess that was safe. Uh, you know, someone. I... Oh, go ahead, Mary. I mean, I think they're just different opinions. I think we're just, you know, I think we're going to agree on this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I, I, you know, just kind of the talent show as a whole, uh, Cheryl Hole, if you will. Hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of, they need to change up the talent show a little bit now. Like, there was something that I loved about Manila's or Mariah's or Tatiana's, right? Like, when it's... You can't have all the same acts. It, it has, there has to be, like, a talent. Well, I don't know. Am, am I am I reaching for the stars here? No, I mean I think that like I think that maybe brings us to Jimbo, where it was like oh, it was so. I mean I felt like there was like pickle surprise kind of energy. Like it doesn't surprise me that Rue loved this, and I thought it was so funny. And to your point, it was different. I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't bored, and I can't believe it worked. I can't believe it Mary, worked, Mary. You said earlier in this episode that Pangina won this episode, like, you know, hands across the board. Jimbo won this episode. Jimbo is the one that people are going to remember from this talent show. Not that I, not to discount Miss Geist, but Jimbo had the impact here. And I think that is super smart. It was, it was the reminder of like, oh yeah, Jimbo. I mean, like, yeah, you know, we'll get to the lip sync, but I, I mean, Listen, I'll I'll say this about Pangina. I did take the note. Was this almost too much? And I wonder if and I know that's a weird thing to say cuz Pangina can do no wrong, but the first half of her performance, I was like, "Oh, I hope this changes cuz I don't know if this is totally working in this format." But when then she switched it into doing the dance move and she switched it into putting yeah, her yeah, leg, whack, yeah. all that, I was uh -huh. like, "Oh, I, this yeah. is great. Now we're getting to know Pangina and like yes. the the one part where she does the whack and she goes, Oh, Pangina so fast. I was like, that is so <laughs> funny. Like I, I loved it, but like, yeah, it was, I think in terms of the, the challenge in terms of the runway, in terms of like just the overall impact and like then the final lip sync, I think Pangina, like she won the competition this week. But mm -hmm. Jimbo won the reality show this week. Yes, 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 absolutely. And, you know, again, recording a track, writing the lyrics, singing, dancing to it, lip syncing to it, all of that I think is a talent. And at, at some point when there's so much of it and it only becomes about, well, yours was more charming than hers, it, it's no longer a talent show. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't mean to discount... Uh, a performance like Pangina or, uh, well, Blues is very different, um, Cheryl's or even Lemon's because they all lip-synced. Um, and Janie sort of lip-synced. Wow. Um, 
<laughs> but it's, uh, I just, I don't know. It is a talent. It is a talent. They did a lot. They, they did a lot. They, they, they recorded it. They wrote it. I get all that. And I need more. Yeah, I think that Jimbo, it was like there was an unpredictability. There was like a, I mean, you eventually become invested as Mel C was like, she was like, you know, and then the ham stuck to your out, your head and it was yeah. even better. And yeah. like suddenly you're like on board with this act and you feel the stakes of the box being empty. And I feel like that that was the more, you know, because it was like, oh, I don't really know what to expect. Whereas with all of these other performances, there was like, well, like I know what to expect. It's just, I'm just going to see how you get there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. 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 Especially if you're not singing live. Like that's, I think that stood out to me with Monique and Jujubee and maybe Baga, uh, that it was like, okay, they, they sung live. There was something more that they were trying to add on to this to stand out. But Jimbo I mean, Mary, when he came, just he peeked out and then was <laughs> just like mesmerized. Wow. Just this. He was almost like a child, but you were horrified of him. Yeah, I, it was I, it was so refreshing. And I I love it. I love when she went when he threw the he she whatever threw the ham was like, Mama, you hungry? And then like RuPaul <laughs> holding the ham slice. I was like. RuPaul gets it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally. She gets it. Totally. It was funny and it was weird and it was memorable. That's a talent, right? Like to be able to take something that weird and make it funny, you know, I don't know. I uh, think there I, is I, a benefit. to I think blue was the closest to getting weird as well. And yes. I feel like there really is like, there's a value like RuPaul says, make me fucking laugh. But like, I think more and more with Queens, like, you know, Crystal Method and what, like, RuPaul does not mind a little weird, you know? I think, I think oh, it's yeah. just like you have to be, you have to appear in on the joke, you know? Totally. Blues, I thought was brilliant. I am so excited for Blue after this talent show. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's, it's unfortunate she got red for her look because, like, she, I mean, she was so fucking funny. It's hard to top when you bottom every day, uh, but bend over because I'm here to dominate. Like there are, it, the song was hilarious and the performance was hilarious. It was different enough. Um, so I don't know. It was just, it was so engaging. That's how you do a lip sync that you wrote. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, it was great. I, I loved it. I thought it was so insane. I thought it was so charming. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Obviously, I love Cheryl. I think Cheryl could just do no wrong in my book, and she is the pizza queen of my season already. But uh, let's talk about Baga, because, like, there is a part of me that, like, it's almost like Nicole Kidman. I'm like, no, we need to stop validating this. Like, it's not good. <laughs> you just stop telling it's your me your drunk this is uncle good. getting into drag and performing an impromptu performance at a wedding, right? It's like, Uncle Ed, stop it. Stop. Stop it. Like, it was funny once, but now it's like, Enough. Like every wedding, it's like, oh my God, is he going to put on the wig? You know, here he comes. Oh, much better. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that in a while. And I just, I just, I don't like move on. 
I don't know. I'm being harsh on, on Baga. I mean, uh, you know, no, no, and and it's fine. I think we can be a little harsh on Baga because Baga definitely should have been the bottom this week. I, I'm just we we are allowed to have opinions. If you disagree, Marys, we love you. We hope that we can all still love each other with a difference of opinions of a ticky tacky little beady beady TV show. And Baga should have been in the bottom. I will say the nuance of her singing along to her own track. She sung along with a track that was down the octave, so it like worked more, but. The dialogue should have been cut from the track because that did not line up at all. No, she was yelling along with an out of sync backing track. I was like, <laughs> why are we accepting this? And sure, she held one note really well, but then all of her dialogue after that like ended before she got to it. I mean, it was it was so messy. And I just thought, oh. Bag is going home first, of course. I feel like she's done three other UK reality shows. Like she did a cooking mm. show. I think she went home first. I think she went home on a dancing show first. I thought, yeah, Bag is going to come in. She's going to make an ass of herself and they'll send her home. They got two other UK queens. So, and then, you know, obviously we'll get to the runway, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is easy. Slam dunk. Oh, the runway. I know, Mary. Yeah, it was wild to me, which is why I think the UK queens do have a leg up, Mary. Well, I do. I, I certainly see it with Bag. I'll say that. I definitely see it with Baga. I um though, I mean, next week is a design challenge, and I just feel like if if they accept some some, you know, some <laughs> schmata that she tapes together down the <laughs> runway and goes, Well, I think I did much better, and then RuPaul has an aneurysm, I am <laughs> I am done. It is gonna be me versus UK versus the world. Oh, well, I will say this episode definitely felt like drag race versus lemon. Like, let's. I, I I do want to talk about Lemon uh, quickly because I didn't really get to express yeah. what I thought. Go back to Lemon. Um, the the rap was fantastic. I agree. I mean, I normally I mean the idea of like a little white girl rapping. It's like okay, what are we gonna get here? But but like when she says, "But I'm that chick," so I jump and I split, and then jumps into a split. I was like, "You are so good at this. You have figured out how to do this in a way that doesn't make me cringe at all. Not that I matter, but you know." I love uh, "Sink Like a Party Boat" in Puerto Vallarta, oh. like topical humor. Topical humor. I'm. Mean, it's. She really is. I mean, it, it's worth repeating. Her verse on Priyanka's song is impeccable, oh, and it's be it's better than the song. It really yeah, is. Sure. Even Priyanka yeah. would say has said, "Oh yeah, it's the best part of the song." I mean, oh for sure, yeah. It was such yeah. a good song, and it was a shame that I just felt like the performance wasn't doing the song justice. Well, that's the thing. I mean, we all at the same time use it better. Maybe was another line that I wanted to point out, but I there. Was it the first run through? Like, I know that they filmed these twice. The, the movements just weren't energized. There was no pop. It seemed so kind of. When Melanie said, like, I just wasn't feeling the energy, I, like, I was like, that is it. Like, yep. it really was. It was almost like she was in her head remembering the words or something was going on. Because it's interesting that they read her for the movement, like the jump split at the end, the Aja, is she going to jump from there thing. Mm -hmm. um, but to me, that is less points off, you know, quote unquote, being unoriginal, because all the queens were basically unoriginal, Mary. Let's be honest. Like, like to have a, a lip sync song. Like that you wrote, like that's unoriginal now, right? I All mean, the queens have done it. Yeah, I can admit that Cheryl's was just a variation of Alyssa's talent show in All Stars too. Yeah. It even had that same voice saying like it's the same sounding voice 
you know, asking her a question and then she responds to it. Like, I know, <laughs> but it's Cheryl Hole. It's Pizza Baby, you know? Yeah. Are you right, babes? Um, so I think the unoriginal kind of comment uh, for me, I, I that's why Jimbo was great. That's why Janie, I think, deserved a little bit more points than probably some others. Um, but we'll talk about Janie in a second. But with Lemon, it was much more the energy. But I did love the rap. And that split was insane, Mary. The Lemon Drop? It insane. was. It, I, 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 I think the fact that it was... I wouldn't have put it in the bottom, but then once it was, I... I don't know. No, maybe I don't think she should have gone home. Maybe my opinion's changing. I really was underwhelmed by Jackie. I think I have to just uh, Janie, whatever her yeah. name is. I I have <laughs> to just Janie, Jackie, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer, Jason Lee, I JK. I was I was really underwhelmed, and I want to like have kid gloves because she's the only queen from the Netherlands. But like yes. that, I don't. That's not. Why I didn't even in, I didn't even like Holland's Drag Race. So what am I trying to justify here? You're trying to be nice. I get it, Mary. It's okay. We have opinions, and we love Janie as a drag queen, and she looked fabulous on the runway. Uh, but this uh, this lip sync, which wasn't much of a lip sync, right? Like, it was like, is she supposed to be lip syncing? Like, I didn't even know if it was just a backing track that right. she was stripping to. Um, but, she, you know, the first reveal I thought was great, and then as one of the judges pointed out, like, I saw the sleeves. But... The third look was rough, and then the last reveal to the neon yellow, like she fucked it up. Like it didn't, it didn't work. You know, like she yeah. we saw it too early. You know, yeah, yeah. No. So it really, it it really was a fail. Um, I I also want to know, like, did she sew all of these? Because that would be the talent to me. I I think that you know, Pangina. I think. Like, even if she did sew all of these, like, is she gonna sew from there? I think Pangina <laughs> really kind of explained the problem the, the best when she was like, you know, a reveal is supposed to be, wow, wow, wow! And instead, yeah. you know, this hers was, hmm, hmm, hmm. And mm. I, I think that's what it was, was that, like, each reveal did not lead to something more exciting, and and there were no surprises, and I think the real fail of, like, the final ping into Neon was, like, it was essentially like Monet's gag of pulling off the pussycat wig, and there's another pussycat wig, you know? Yes. And I right. thought, oh, so like where this yeah it just it was not there were no wows in any of those reveals and none of the looks individually were very good and so i mean <laughs> that green one i was like what what irish step dancing routine are you doing in this dress oh mary keep those arms you know, stiff bridget <laughs> <laughs> the reveal that i would have accepted is you know she gets down to her final look and then she does one more tear away and she turns into envy peru <laughs> oh, now that's something I could get into. And then it, then that's the reveal of Envy Peru is the 10th queen <laughs> yes! on UK yes! versus the world. <laughs> could you imagine? It would break the internet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then it's like Envy, Pangina, and Jimbo just like battling it out all season. Uh, totally. I mean, I got to say, I hope Janie does recovers. Um, I I like that Holland is represented. And I think Janie's a, a, like a goose. I like her in the workroom, you know? So there is something there, and this was not her week. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> it it wasn't. just wasn't. It just wasn't. I mean, you know, the runway, if we want to maybe have some some thoughts on the looks, I I think Janie's look was really 
cute, but I thought there was a world like a Dracula lens where this could be like a like a whole body Blood. rash. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could, I wrote blood splatter. That's yeah. what I wrote. Or spatter. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could grim sure. this up and I think maybe make it more interesting. Mm. Yeah. The, the the memorable look for me uh, was probably between Monique and Pangina. Um, I mean, Pangina, it was just so stunning. Um, oh, yeah. And I wrote I, Soup of the so Day, Tom Yum. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. Um Terrible. and and Monique's was just so drag. Oh, I oh, I why am I looking over in Jimbo? Jimbo's was also so drag. I just like when things are bigger than fashion. Oh yeah, Jimbo's was truly the queen's gambit. I also I mean Monique, I I enjoyed the uh I hope a nod to the Home Alone house, you know? I love that mm. color. Makes me think of Catherine O'Hara. Uh, her hair was mm -hmm. kind of the same color yes, as, yes. as her hair. Um Ugh. She's going to sweep this competition every runway. Every runway, yeah. <laughs> there are eight other queens in this competition. <laughs> and the only, only one yeah. that has the lip sync. The only yeah. one that has the lip sync. Um, you know, I will say that on the plus side, Jujubee gave us another finger of Drag Race. Okay. But I think... I missed it? Oh, it was when Michelle was like, you know, uh, Merlot, you better go. And then... Jujubee turns and points at her. So that was a cute moment. But I mean, Jujubee, who who is the queen who says, oh, it's Jasmine Masters. Panties, bitch. It was a lot of panties. <laughs> panties, bitch. Panties, yeah. bitch. I, I, I thought she looked gorgeous. I think the co most comedic moment was Blue Hydrangea jerking off her hair and going, uh, uh, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> That roller derby about, Furby. I love that. Yes. Talk about RuPaul, like, wanting to see someone feeling their pussy on the runway, talking uh -huh. about metamorphosis, right? Like, this is, it's Blue doing this. This is an edit of, like, Ru, of, like, Ru orgasming and Blue orgasming and, like, just having it go back and forth. <laughs> I wonder if there's any others. We have to find, like, orgasms of drag race. Oh, my God. From the season five challenge, the telenovela challenge. Oh, my God. I, oh yeah, we got to do, do this. it. Yeah, do it. I'll Put do it. it. I'll do the orgasms <laughs> of Drag Race supercut. So, give me a moment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. You know. We get to the deliberations. Uh. There's not much. Too much to say. Melanie C. I, I think was just very sobering and kind. Yeah. I mean, I also loved like her when she was being shady when she was like you were giving to i think baga you were giving oh. me spice girls realness you lip sync badly i mean it was i i thought that she was just her like her reads of like you know ginger spice staying in in you know in time by using that same device that blue had i i thought mel was just uh i hope that the the pink news article has been drafted of people are calling for Mel C to be a permanent judge. I hope they're finding replacing the old article with her name. She was like, "Oh yeah, Posh Spice, your vocals are much better, much like, better." Yeah, she like, she went in. She did the arm. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know she. I appreciated Lemon's critique here. Um, I know that Lemon doesn't think that she should go home. I feel like most queens don't think they should go home first, right? Um, so that didn't surprise me. But, it, you know, she said, like, is it beautiful? Yes. Do, oh, no, this was Graham Norton. Um, is it beautiful? Yes. Do I think you can elevate it higher? And basically, Lemon was like, yeah, I'd do everything different if I could. I could have pushed it a lot further. Yeah, I think it was Michelle. Not that it matters. I think it was Michelle who was like, is it beautiful? Oh. Yes. Do I think you could have elevated okay. it higher? Yes. But 
Uh, yeah, I think I, Mel was the one that talked about her face. You know, it lacked. Yes, face. absolutely. Yeah, Mel was like, you know, just very blasé. Um, I, I speaking of Mel when when Jimbo was getting critiques, uh, and you know, I love when Mel said, you know, it stuck to you even better, but. When she finished her giving her critiques, I just love Jimbo saying, thanks so much, Mel. Like, that first name basis, I thought was... Uh, oh, I, yeah, I noticed that, too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, Mel. Thanks so much, right? Mel. Yeah, thanks, Mel. Wow. Appreciate that, Mel. Wow. There's, like... I don't know. There's... Big dick. It's almost like, big dick girl, energy. don't do that. I know, but yeah. it's, it's, like, it's like false big dick energy. It's like, put your big dick away right now. Yeah. Like, girl, don't call her Mel. Yeah. Call her your majesty. Like, please. <laughs> yeah. For God's sake. <laughs> Um, there is um, there's some hullabaloo calling Jimbo's makeup blackface. Uh, you know, we wouldn't be all right, Mary, if we didn't just mention. Be careful when bringing up minstrel shows so flippantly. Like, there's that's like a very specific form of, you know, bullshittery. Um, this was makeup for an artistic look, not a racial parody, right? Black paint on your face isn't the same as blackface. Yeah, I popped on Twitter because I don't really go on Twitter much anymore. And I popped on, I think, yesterday and I saw some tweets about that. And I was like, nope, nope, Twitter, I'm done. Yep, nope, I do mm -hmm. not have to even have an opinion on this. I, Twitter, again, I go back to the tweet I stumbled on where someone was like, oh, I get how Twitter works. Y'all just come on here and say some shit. And I just That's right. love to remember that, that I don't have That's to right. engage in this conversation. Um, That's right. So. You, people are fueling hate on Twitter. There's not enough people like not taking it seriously. You know, yeah. Uh, it, it, everything is to is just elevated and magnified. Um, you know, and if you can handle it, you handle it. If you, you don't, leave. And I, I kind of support all of all of how people want to interact with Twitter because it doesn't seem like it's going away. No. But uh, the less queens on Twitter, the better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pangina, I did see her tweet saying, like, you know, she's been getting death threats, which I can never understand. And she was, gonna, yeah. and it was kind of an interesting tweet. She's like, um, I'm allowed to block these people, right? Like, I am open <laughs> to people, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, like, my mental health matters too, right? And everyone was like, block them, bitch. And I just yeah. thought, like, and I don't know, I guess, I mean, when you think about it, it's like, I wonder if Pangina even from being a judge on Drag Race Thailand's got any kind of hate like this before. And it, I don't know. I, it's, she's my friend from camp. Leave her alone, you guys. <laughs> I know. Yeah. If you know, and I'll, I'll just kind of like amplify this. Like if you're upset and this is something we could have been doing for the past five years, but like, if you are upset at the queen that went home, like if you were like so mad that lemon went home, first of all, there's nothing better than being a robbed queen because you can capitalize on that or you could just spin that into gold. I feel like if you are upset that Lemon went home, buy her merch, send her a tip. It'll be more like, money than she'd make if she won this season. So think of it that exactly, way. <laughs> exactly. And if you can't afford any of that, like totally real, uh, then just compliment her. Like, and then leave it at that. Leave the anger and frustration at this very highly produced television show you know, out of the queen's inboxes, I should say. Like, if you want to vent, fucking vent. Do your thing. Like, yeah. That was the judging really fucked up this week? Absolutely. Say it. Sure. Yeah. And it's just, especially for these seasons, it's like, as Lemon was leaving, I was like, oh, wait. You'll be fine. You were on the season. Yeah. 
you were ne- you're yeah. never going to win any money. You don't even I think you win a gold badge this time. Like it's it this was just a gig, you know. And so there's that it, too. It's a TV show. It's, it's a, a TV show. It was a gig. Absolutely. Yeah. They got paid per episode. So yeah, maybe she lost, you know, three other episodes. There's six episodes, girl. Like, right. Yeah, anyway. Come on now. Um I don't know. I may you know, maybe I'll feel differently if Pangina gets voted off. You know, I'm, I won't. I won't. I'll be disappointed, but I'm not going to like send hate. I've never done uh, you it know, before. I'm not going to like yeah. right, right. 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 So anyway, I well in terms of things I loved, I you know, obviously Jimbo and Pangina were in the top 2 and I love that Jimbo did that little gasp and it does bring up a question that I think we can explore throughout this season, so long as Jimbo sticks around, is like Jimbo playing the quote-unquote all-stars game. I think Jimbo is playing this whole game in quotes. I think he's much smarter than all this bullshit, and oh. I feel like there's probably some genuine moments between, like, you know, with the other queens, but I think that Jimbo is doing all of this with, like, a slight tone of sarcasm, and I love it. I totally see that. I love that too. I think that they're that Jimbo knows every single chance I'm on TV is an opportunity for me to like gain more followers, gain more opportunities. And that's how you go on to all stars. You, you don't, you're not precious about it. I, I just, I love it. I mean, it, once we kind of get into uh, the workrooms for deliberations, like I just feel like, Jimbo having to talk to these queens like I just feel like he's he's reading a script on purpose he's he's doing a John Waters approach to this sometimes you know yeah before we go there I just wanted to point out a nuance and something that made me worry Um, the editors show us during Pangina's uh, critique they're like praising Pangina I think RuPaul is saying like oh we really got to know you uh, the editors show us Jujubee in the background. They focus in from Lemon mm-hmm. to Jujubee. Mm-hmm. And all I'm saying is notice this, put a pin in this, this little act one gun. Something's happening there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I, I think something's going to happen with these. Amer- I mean, I love that both of the American queens were just like, eh, safe. And I love the idea that like triggered, <laughs> like I just love it that like when you don't, when you don't validate American queens, they get triggered. I don't know. I just, I love, I know that in a, in a facetious way, I love the idea of that happening next week, that now they're mad. Now they're feeling mm. something. Mm. Oh, totally. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that kind of plays out. Uh, I'll be, I'll be surprised um, if it kind of gets bad, but I don't know. It would be great TV. I, I um, yeah, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't mind things getting a little messy this season. What can I say? Well, they've already gotten really messy. There's lemon juice all over the floor. Oh, uh, she's a mess. I mean, it's a it, it it's definitely an interesting contrast of lemon sobbing on the couch and then Janie's like, eh, "It sucks, but fine, bitch." <laughs> and maybe that's where I was like, "Oh, no. I think Lemon wants it more, you know?" Uh, well, Lemon spent so much money on her drag. Resentment. Be so fun. Yeah. Resentments. Resentments. Uh, Uh, There's a little quote in here. Uh, What would you do, Tiny Umbrella? Any advice? Oh, oh, you're no help at all. all. Oh, I mean, that's where I just feel like Jimbo is just like, 
I feel like this week being in the top two, having to do these these like deliberations with Lemon and Janie, you know, having to create this narrative of like, well, maybe I should send Lemon home so I could be the queen of Canada. Jimbo doesn't give a shit about that. It was, <laughs> it, I loved it. Like I just, that's how I would want Jimbo to approach this of like, oh, mm. you're so much smarter than this. Mm. Yeah, no, it's interesting because there's, uh, I feel like, I feel like the franchise queens, is that an insult? I don't really mean it to be. But the franchise queens have, I feel like less of them are as aware as Jimbo. Does that make sense? I feel like the franchise queens are very much still like wrapped up in the fame of the show and wrapped up in what this platform has done for their lives. Whereas Jimbo was so poorly edited and robbed on his season. He was kind of... He, however arrogant he might be, he's forced to see the business for what it is. Whereas some of the queens, I don't think, get that yet. Well, it kind of raises the question of, like, when, when you win, like, what happens to your career when you win Drag Race España versus RuPaul's Drag Race in the U.S.? You know, like, mm -hmm. what what is that platform? You know, just to use an, an international example, but Holland or Canada, like, what happens from there? You know, like, do you... Uh, what kind of opportunities open up? What kind of press? Winning Canada's Drag Race, do you get the same kind of, you know, widespread uh, publicity that you get for winning RuPaul's Drag Race, you know? Mm. And I think there's... And equally, like, what kind of disappointments would you face? Like, how many queens go on RuPaul's Drag Race thinking, oh, my God, this is going to, like, I'm going to be RuPaul's best friend, and I'm going to be on WoW Presents shows, and I'm going to be walking runways, and I'm going to be doing all these things, and then, like, nothing fucking happens from it, you know? And it's just like... There, right. I feel like you could be equally disillusioned by U.S. drag race in a way that maybe you wouldn't be from Canada. Oh, interesting. So, like, the 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 plummet down is worse in the yes. U.S. than it is in Canada. Like, the disappointment is worse. Yeah, yeah, that maybe the heights are lower in Canada, but the falls are also not as great, mm. you know? Interesting. Yeah, no, I, you know, you, you look at a queen like uh, Starzy or Kiki Wanakaikai or Tainomi and you wonder, like, they went on the show. It was a big show seen all over the world. And are they as successful from that platform as someone who went home fifth on U.S. Drag Race that had 14 seasons already? Exactly. Right. 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 So, um, yeah, and it has, I mean, like when a U.S. queen goes home, she does Entertainment Weekly and New Now Next and uh -huh. does kind of the like post-elimination interviews. You don't necessarily get that with the international seasons or, you know, if you do, maybe it's just like hyper local, you know? Right. Right. I, and granted, we don't know because we're not in those countries. Right. So yeah. we actually don't know if I mean, I'm assuming the UK is bigger. Right. Than Canada or Spain or down under or Italia. Right. Like or, and Thailand, sure, they're all sure. different. It's like, yeah, the international seasons are then all different from each other in terms of exposure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And how much that culture is focusing on it, where it airs and stuff like that, and what sponsors are there for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like in Canada, Canada's Drag Race is a big deal. Yeah, I think so too. I get the impression that it's, you know, uh, it, it wasn't some fuddy-duddy show. Um, but yeah, uh, like, what's Geometric doing right now? Like, she came in fourth. Is she, is she like a fourth queen on Drag Race, right? Like, is she a... Who went home fourth? Uh, Notorious Peppermint. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. Is like well, she, Peppermint came in second. She came in second. Yeah, technically. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, depending on how you're looking at that season, I, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could play that game with so many queens, and especially with the international ones. It's like, what's, you know, uh, what's Electra Shock doing? You know what I mean? I, don't, I can't mm. remember. Was she on UK or was that the Electra from Down Under? You know? What are the Electras Electra doing? Shock is Down Under. Yeah. yeah the, the Electras. There's three yeah. different international Electras. What are they doing? <laughs> they should tour together. Right? It'd I be mean, electric. It'd sorry. be yeah. They they could do the they could do an update of the electric slide. Yeah. 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 The, wouldn't that be uh, just original? Maybe. Yeah. The electric um, slide. Uh, one thing I just want to say about this talent show: uh, you don't got to reinvent the wheel, except during a talent show. Then you need to not only reinvent the wheel, but you need to reinvent the ground on which it rolls. Um, that's kind of that was like a takeaway from these this judging this week. It was just off. That's all. Yeah. I mean, I think they have an idea of you know, how they want this to go. I mean, I think yeah. more than ever, it feels like this is a season where it's like, no, we kind of know what the top four is going to look like. Totally. And you know what? Like, you can accept that and hate it and still watch the show, or you can accept that, or you can not accept that and stop watching, right? It, at, the, at some point, we have to realize, like, this isn't really a competition, or that competitions are very subjective, and it'll be over before you know it. But in the yeah. meantime, we get another round of RuPaul phone acting. And I just... Oh, I know. I love I how know. much RuPaul loves phone acting. It's... I, I just love it. I, it is such a thing. It's so gay. It's, it's so, so gay. gay. It's so yeah. gay. And I could do a whole Only Marys on the art of phone acting. And mm. phone acting moments. And obviously Lip Synca and all of that. But um, yeah, we get a little bit of like, oh, and what are you wearing? Really? You know, as he's really? ordering from the fish and chip shop. Uh, or, really? excuse me, ordering pizzas. <laughs> really? Really. Uh, let's talk about this lip sync. Um, Say You'll Be There is a great Spice Girls song, specifically because Melanie C. rocks on this song. She does she is have so good. She has the best part of it. Yeah. She has that yes. big Say You'll Be There. Yeah. Yeah. She has the JC Jazé part. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Now, my yeah. question is yeah. Is Jimbo tripping on Pangina on purpose, like as like a trolling clown, clowning kind of thing? Or is this real? I think it's real. Uh, I love that Pangina caught him once the second time, like helped him make the fall good and uh. funny. It only I feel like he almost was making Pangina look even better by tr by because the way she would recover was just so seamless that it was yeah. just I mean, you know, Jimbo says, like, I did not do good. And this just did not. I mean, the makeup was you could say what you want about blackface or not. The makeup was she wasn't going to win with that makeup because. No, you couldn't see anything. Couldn't see anything. You couldn't see any expressions. Yeah, it was really unfortunate um, for that reason. Also notable that Jimbo. <laughs> Kind of to your thesis about Jimbo, you know, kind of not phoning it in, but being very aware. Uh, Pangina changed costumes, which is pretty standard for all stars. Jimbo did not. Yeah. Jimbo did not have to dance in those platforms. No, no. He, I mean, yeah, Pangina put on an entirely new look. And uh, I think, I, I also feel like Jimbo is probably like, okay, I am, this is not my kind of song. Yeah. And I'm up against Pangina, who this is probably her kind of song. And guess what? Mm. It was her kind of song. It was her. I mean, fingers of drag race, drag race. What our friendship is for? Oh, uh, oh my God! Gif it, gif it. <laughs> yeah, the four. The I mean, even her. I would almost say even her doing the calculations was a bit of a finger of drag race. You know? Yes. It yes. was really. I mean, it was great, and you know, and I love that. Like, 
then when you know Pangina wins and then when she reveals lemon's lipstick i love the like <gasps> i'm sorry you know oh she says i'm so sorry i wish i was a better dancer oh that jimbo yeah i wish i was a better dancer jimbo, yeah. yeah uh but yeah uh i did i did love this oh shit 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 shit, shit. yeah uh, and then the love you love you twos like there was there was gravitas here. It was the first elimination of this international season. Like it was a big deal that Lemon dropped. Um, I wonder if her stay juicy line was a juice box shout out. Oh, maybe. I mean, I definitely love. You know, listen. Maybe, maybe I can retire tot scenes and replace it with stay juicy because that's a great. Uh huh. It's a great way to send things out. Totally. Keep it foxy. Stay juicy. You know, I like to take the tags. Exactly. Off. Um, right. I I gotta say I. All of the kind of outrage, quote unquote, or not quote unquote, or that Lemon went home, for me is like uh, totally warranted. Like it's just like, what the fuck was I watching? And I don't know. I have, I I have more energy in me for other things than being upset about who goes home, and so I am going to reserve the right to like not get it twisted. Uh, you know, I can be sad or just be disappointed, but like. I don't know. To be outraged at the awful judging, this has been going on for seasons. I, I'm not. I'm just not shocked anymore. And you know, it's always good to go back to that old credo of like, "Why are you mad? You're mad. You y'all are mad about a TV show, but you're mad. They don't even win any money. You're mad. <laughs> you're mad. You're outraged." That's the thing that lights your fire. A TV show. No money. As we have a podcast about Oh, it. sure. But, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, I am, I'm here just to, to what, I, what I won't do is, I mean, I'll get mad about some things. I'll get mad about Eric Guitar. I'll get mad about audience participation. Uh -huh. Yeah, but we're not really that mad. I'm not, this is, yeah, like, I'm not really, yeah. like, I, I'm not really that mad, you guys. Like, I'm not that mad. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things, you know, you can get emotional about, but- I don't know. Maybe I was mad in the past. I just feel like now there's other things to be mad about. And I don't mean to sound like I'm more evolved or anything like that. Like, again, be mad about whatever you want to be mad about. I'm I, I, I'm just kind of giving a caveat of how I'm operating <laughs> of. Yeah, it sucked that Lemon went home and uh, it sucked that, you know, Tempest went home. <laughs> yeah. And I think in a couple of weeks, we're all going to be mad about a new thing. We're gonna be mad. Yeah. Could it get mad about it? We're gonna be mad. We're gonna get yeah. mad. We're gonna be mad. You're gonna People be mad. Were scared there. People, were yeah. scared. People were who scared. Who else was scared? Right. Yeah, who was scared? Um, <laughs> scared? um I thought also one thing that just kind of flushed through my head. What a perfect opportunity to have a non-elimination season so that you know the viewers can calm down a little bit when their fave goes home. Like I, this would have been a really great opportunity. Oh, yeah, because then we get to continue to see the dynamics between the, all the international queens each week. I would have loved if they did the what they're apparently going to do with the all-winner season of just a point system. And, and like, that this was just... Yeah, I, I, for six episodes, it would have worked perfectly. So... Um, oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my God. It wouldn't have like, There's only nine of them. Yeah. yeah. They've done... They've done, like, there's been the top nine for three or four episodes before, you know, where there's no right. elimination. Right, Like, I, I think that I love the idea of changing up the model so that, like, because you can still do a point system and still have suspense. You could have certain challenges be yes. worth more points or you lose points for certain things. And so the chart is always moving, you know? 
Yeah. No, I yeah, I love all of that. Um there was somebody uh on social media somewhere pointed out that if you came in your in the top five of your season, you go home first on all stars. Coco Montrees, Derek Berry, and now Lemon Drop. Wow. The cursed fifth place spot. <laughs> Crazy, oh. right? <laughs> if you go home fifth on your season, you go home first on all stars. <laughs> Well, okay, I I don't want to be it's that. It's happened three times. Okay. It's happened three I was gonna times. I going to say, like, Katya went home. She was the top five, and she went to the end of All-Stars 2. So I'm just – maybe I'm not – Oh, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And it's happened three times. You yeah, know? yeah. So. It's, you know, and, yeah, uh, four times this year we've seen Queens win with an original song. So, like, you know, right. as they say on Fashion Photo Review, trend alert. Trend alert. Absolutely. Um, I am so happy this franchise is back or this franchise is starting that this is, you know, that it's another thing to watch if season 14 kind of goes off the rails, which I'm enjoying so much, by the way. I'm loving that cast. Uh, but I'm glad that we get another cast. That's great. Uh, disappointing. Judging. Again, I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. Like... Who cares? Yeah, whatever. You're whatever. right. I mean, was I was more ready to see Baga. Not, I mean, I love Baga. Do not get me wrong. But like Baga should have gone home. But I was more ready to see Cheryl go home. Mary, I know that you hate me for it. But like, I was like, if I was going to pick out of this list, I was like, yeah, Cheryl. <laughs> Shaz. Yeah. Well, well, folks, I was having a good time. Um, now I'm mad. <laughs> now I'm really mad. <gasps> so wait, mad. Wait, wait, wait. This should have been your response. Let me tell you something, you ugly bitch. Let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> how uh, crazy would it be if you learned how to be quiet? <laughs> What's wrong with I you? <laughs> Where's that coming from? You spend a lot of time alone? <laughs> 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 Sasha Colby, Sasha Colby. I know. I, I was right, like, do I click on it? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it's like well, Robbie anyway. Turner. Know what your audience wants, and then don't give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> Connecting with my audience, I know exactly what oh, they want, God. and then don't give it to them. <laughs> and don't tip well, your Uber driver. Anyway. Uh, anyway, I uh, thank you so much for listening, Marys. Um, again. Don't send us letters that are hateful if you disagreed with us. These are just opinions. We respect yours. Here are ours. Um, I just wanted to put that out there because th it, it seemed like this elimination, for whatever reason, was just a little bit more heightened than I was expecting. Hey, opinions are like assholes. Sometimes they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Marys, if you have any thoughts on this, first episode of UK versus the world talent show. You can reach out to us on Instagram at all right, Mary pod. You can also email us at all right, Mary podcast at gmail.com. We're also on the web at www.allrightmary.com or taste of reality.com slash all right, dash Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. And you can find more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. And you can find me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course you can get even more of both of us on Patreon, including nuance, the all right, Mary after show, where we'll be continuing our conversations on season 14 and UK versus the world this season. Uh, but also our recaps of season three, season eight, 
And at the Only Mary's level, our Mary's Choice episodes of top, Next Top Model, Project Runway, etc. and so forth, all at patreon.com slash allrightmary. I love it. Our last chance lip sync this week, Mary's, is a song that I feel like would be a talent show song that uh, this artist wrote for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars talent show and then came out and lip synced to it. It is Amy Schumer performing Milk Milk Lemonade. Uh, very, very funny. I highly recommend the video if you have not seen the video. And that's all I got for you, Marys. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for your support. And we will see you in All-Stars 14. Stay juicy. Stay juicy.